0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Red Corner, episode 7, where we have me, Max, Uma, Roy and a Southampton fan, George. So, Hello. So we, we played <laughs> Southampton yesterday, beat them 3-0. I wouldn't say convincing per, per, uh, performance, but good win nonetheless. Liverpool now second. What did you think of the match?
1: We got absolutely torn apart Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say you were clinical well you were clinical that was we won that was the difference
0: so would you say if Southampton were clinical it would have been a completely different match
1: at 1-0 we had so many chances to equalise and I think say I had Milano's shot there at the post had gone in it would have been a completely different game yeah Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because I, I, was, I was praying that we'd score before half-time, because as soon as that half-time whistle went and we hadn't scored, I just thought, we're, we're not going to score it. Mm-hmm. And then Sterling came on, got the second,
0: and the game was over. Yeah. Speaking of Sterling, um, what, what what do you think of the youngster? I mean, like from an outside perspective... Do you think he's one of the big biggest talents in the Premier League, or? Um, he's still got a way to go
1: yet, but you can definitely tell he's a very good player. Mm -hmm. He's just—he's quite from an outside perspective. I think he's quite raw at the moment. Right. Mm -hmm. He's more like comparing him to a player who I've seen play for Saints, Chamberlain. Sterling looks much more. Quicker, but he looks more of a winger than
2: what Chamberlain does. Yeah. So. Or so yeah,
0: on and Sterling's on the wing, I think. Yeah, like it's, yeah, Chamberlain can play. You know, as a midfielder winger, it's, it's yeah. quite versatile.
1: He, like he, he used to be a centre mid for us, mm. and then when he came through, he he was used as a right mid, but mm. now he's suddenly going back towards centre mid, which. I don't know which is his best position. Personally, I think he'd be better off playing on the right because he can use his pace to. He used to skin fullbacks for fun for us. So, whether he's got that same effect in the centre of the pitch, I don't know. But, yeah, you can definitely tell that Sterling is a good player. There's no, there's no doubt about it. He changed the game when it came off. Because, up to that, after, after, I'd say after the goal, up to the second goal, I'd say we were the ones who really needed it. Mm-hmm. So that, He
0: killed it, basically Yeah, so we saw Suarez score his first goal in quite a few games Five, yeah. Yep, Five, I think Five, yeah But yep. that's his 24th of the season On his way to the Golden Boot Would you say he's in the top three in, in the world right now? Yep, 100% yeah? what, Not in terms of, what, in
1: terms of strikers?
0: Yeah, in terms of strikers-wise
3: why not? I mean, he's been... Even if he's not scoring the goals, he's also obviously contributing in everything else in the team. I'd
1: say he's, I'd say, I'd say he's in the top two. If you're talking about out-and-out out strikers, I'd say, I'd he's, say he's, he's definitely up there.
3: At the moment, though, I mean, I can't name too many better on form. Too many of the players that we name normally are off form at the moment. Not yeah. really compared to Suarez. So. And plus, they don't contribute to their team as much as Suarez. Even when he's not scoring, he's assisting Sterling. Yeah, he's
0: I mean, helping out Sturridge. I mean, it's, he, it's a... He's got ten, 10 assists already this season. It's, it's quite amazing how how much he's gone through. Especially his first season at Liverpool, you know, like we saw how much of a good player he was. He just couldn't get that end product. Now he's just you know scoring goals for fun or assisting.
2: Would you say he's top two with Ibrahimovic?
1: Yeah, I, I'd say I'd say Ibrahimovic is the number one at the moment, but Suarez is very very close to that. Mm ibrah has been doing it for a number of years and that's probably what the difference is at the moment if Suarez keeps this up for three four five years I'd definitely say that he's on a par of Ibrahim.
2: they're two completely different players though that's fair yeah that's true Ibrahimovic is more of a he's a standalone striker and Suarez plays off players and plays with players so fair yeah
1: yeah definitely I mean, he was—he was the difference yesterday. He—he scored—he scored the first one. He set up the second, and he won the penalty for the third one. You know, he The a hand in every goal.
2: Mm-hmm, that's very true. Mm-hmm.
1: His work rate as well is incredible.
0: Yeah, a lot, a, a lot of people have picked up on that recently. Now, i like people have more towards now looking at the good side of Suarez well rather than the bad recently, which is always good. Do you think it was a dive?
1: There's definitely contact, but. I think when you watch it back in in slow motion it does look like he's looking for it. He's he's waiting for that contact.
0: But I mean that's what some people like, that's what some players do, don't they? I mean, you know, you try and anticipate what the defender's going to do next.
1: Oh yeah, the so. the defender the defender made made Suarez's mind up for it.
0: Yeah. Exactly. I
3: think one problem a misconception about recently is that people don't really understand the difference between diving and making a meal out of it like you know making a, a whole you know situation out of it there's a, I mean if there's contact and if the player is exaggerating a bit or you know, falling down easily then there's still contact made it's not a dive but yeah. many people claiming you just throw in the word dive everywhere like Suarez is a diver he's a diver when he gets so much contact by every other player that he's targeted he's one of the most targeted players in England and it's a fact.
0: yeah but at the same time I do feel He sometimes reacts a bit too much. You know, like the one against Arsenal. Like, that was a penalty, no doubt. But I do feel he, you know... It was the
1: overreaction that made sure that he didn't get it.
0: Yeah.
3: So that comes in the part of making a meal out of it. You know, exaggerating. Exactly.
0: Yeah, it's it's not a dive. I mean, I feel some people concentrate on the dive word too much. Like, if there's contact, it's not a dive, really. Like, Like, there can be words, you know, it's not a foul... At the same time, it's not a dive. Some people don't understand that.
3: People suck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the fact
1: the fact that whether it was or whether it wasn't a penalty doesn't really matter. It was the 94th minute and you were 2-0 up. Yeah. So it it added a bit of gloss to the result, but you definitely did deserve a 2-0. 3-0, maybe not, but
2: 2-0, definitely. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Southampton... Um... That was the end of the first half. I
1: thought we were good. I thought the defence looked fairly solid. Morgan and Cork were playing quite well, but they weren't doing a lot. And I think it was it was just a matter of we were crying out for someone to just, just Finish it. toe 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 poke one in. Mm. You know, we were just missing that that last bit because we had so many chances, but we just did not take them.
0: Well, I've, I've got one question Is Is Klein Still a starter for you Or Has he kind of Um
1: Chambers has been playing really well Got his debut On the first game of the season And whenever he's played He's looked He's looked quality Um Klein got injured Against Villa in December And it's mm-hmm. taken him a bit of time To get back in But Alright If If
2: If I had a choice I'd pick Klein over Chambers, but
0: yeah.
2: And isn't Chambers a centre mid who's now a mixed right back? Yeah, Yeah. right? Yeah, he
1: used to be a centre mid and then they converted him to a right mid and now he's a right back. mm right.
0: See Mm -hmm. that's what I like about Southampton, like they've got so many good youngsters, you know, just coming out from the squad. The likes of Luke Shaw, Chambers. It's quiet. Four prowls. Yeah, it's, it's very and impressive.
1: There's, there's even more coming through. I mean, mm. I saw the the youth cup game we had against Portsmouth, mm-hmm. and we absolutely they were on another level. It was, it was like it was like Chelsea's first team against Atkinson Stanley. <laughs> the, the just, this the standard was just on another level. We absolutely tore them apart. I mean, we, had, we only had one player in that team who played to the first team, and that's Sam Gallagher. But the rest of them, they all looked, it looks like you were watching the first team. They all, they all knew their positions, they played exactly the same roles as the first team. And, that, and that's helped us a lot because from the first team down, we, they play the exact same system. So when they come up to the first team, they know exactly what their role is.
0: It's, it's, it's very impressive. I mean, I feel the recent youngsters, comparing to the ones, you know, five years ago, so many of them are now maturing, you know, a lot quicker than they used to. And yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's, that's always good. I mean, looking at our, in, in, or even British youngsters now, like, if, if they carry on performing, you know, you, you could have a completely different England side scene. Or... Oh.
4: I think it's
3: mainly due to the fact that other countries have stepped up so much over the past few years that, you know, Spanish football, all these type of football, really influential. And the case is that, if the British managers and all those don't change their ways, then they're going to be left behind.
1: There's, there's m- many more foreign youth coaches as well, and I think that's played a big part in that. Yeah, yeah definitely. You've got... Yeah. At Saints at the moment we've got a Japanese coach and I think we've got another a Spanish youth coach and I think they've played a real big part in in how the youngsters play because obviously and Pochettino I think some of his coaches also look after the the youth players they all train together and I think that's played a massive part. in it.
0: Yeah, I mean that's fairly I suppose you can say similar to uh, Rogers in terms of he's been bring a lot of the youth players to the senior training. And you know, it must be a massive boost for them. It will just motivate them more, you know. You can see a path to the
1: first team. It's not a completely closed corridor like it would be at say Chelsea or Manchester exactly. City. Exactly. You can, yeah. you can see that I mean, say you're a fifteen year old now and you look you look at our first team and you see Luke Shaw playing, you see Callum Chambers playing. You see War Prowse playing you know, you can definitely see that there,
0: there is a way in. It also attracts the players, you know, from outside, you know. Young players are getting first team picks, you know, you, you want to be that person.
1: I mean, we might not be able to offer our youth players as much as, say, what Chelsea or Manchester City do, but you can, you can turn around and say to them, look, you'll be in the first team, you won't just be playing in front of 100 people, you'll be playing in front of... 30,000
0: people I believe. exactly I mean that's, that's one of the biggest problems in Man, Man City you know like hardly any youth players will get a chance there
3: see how uh, Barca snapped up Dennis Waters he's doing fantastic yeah
0: he's
2: been just Dennis it's fantastic it's the fact
1: that uh, uh, us like Southampton as a, as a club are traditionally based on we know we've not had much money So we've had to use the youth academy. And I think teams like Chelsea and Manchester City, they're under so much the managers are under so much pressure that they can't afford to take risks. They have to play the big players. Because if they if they lose a few games they're sacked. You know, they're not certainly not good enough. Whereas Pochettino almost has no pressure on him as such. So he can play the likes of Luke Shaw. You know, and what's the point of spending five million on a player that's just going to sit on the bench when you can just when you can just bring up a youth player who knows exactly what how the team plays and exactly what his role is you know there's no there's a
0: less time to adapt such. yeah I mean we, we discussed it a bit before you know in the first half for example you exploited our wings in my opinion just so much I don't feel Flanagan done well in that game
2: Johnson didn't play right either.
0: Yeah, I mean, most of the time you were like exploiting Flanagan, you know, uh, like Flanagan for example tried to attack and he just didn't get back quick enough, and then another attack you know arose for Southampton. I felt. I think
1: we play that way most weeks. Like that's the only thing we do use a lot of width in Shaw and Chambers. That's the that's the main way we attack and. Teams that have come to Southampton and stopped us are the teams that have closed that off. So, like when we drew 0-0 with West Ham, they literally stuck Momo M- the army on shore, and that that cut off an attacking outlet, and it made us very predictable.
2: Mm-hmm. And we're still, so, we were playing a diamond, so a very narrow diamond, in fact. So we didn't have we only had one defender against two white players. So yep, we were.
0: Hmm. Yeah, my, yeah, most of the time it was, you know, Flanagan versus two players, so, you know, so that's, that's obviously going to be hard. From, the,
1: from where I was sitting, it looked like Sturridge was in front of Flanagan, and I don't think Sturridge offered him enough protection, but then again, you wouldn't expect Sturridge to offer, a, a, because he is a he's more of a striker than, say, a winger.
0: I think that's yeah. one of the reasons why Sterling came on. We've discussed it previously, I mean... Liverpool one day could switch to maybe, like, you know, uh, with wing-backs. And Sterling would be the perfect wing-back for Southampton had most of the possession against us, 57%. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, that kind of even more shows that, you know, possession isn't always, you know, all that.
1: We had, we had all the possession, but we scored one goal. No, we didn't even well, we Yeah, we didn't even score. Point. We didn't even <laughs> score. Why... <laughs> Why did I think it was three-one? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm watching another game. Obviously, I've, ah, I've, what it was, I was thinking of West Ham game the week before. Oh. We had something like sixty-five percent possession, but we scored one goal. Mm. West Ham had thirty-five percent possession. They scored three. It was they took their chances, and it was exactly the same yesterday. If we took, even if we took two of those chances in the first in the first half we could have gone on and won the game. But we didn't. And we let Liverpool score the the crucial second.
0: One player I really like from Southampton is Gaston Ramirez. Yeah. When he came on, he changed the game for the first, you know, five to ten minutes. He he put in a few good passes, but he's a really good player. Yeah. I I like Gaston Ramirez a lot. I, I don't
1: know why, but when he joined... I think the problem was the fact that he joined for 12 million, and pla- and our fans suddenly decided that he'd be messy almost, okay. and it. He's been he's been there now 18 months, and he look he looks settled,
3: and he. He's a At f- least you he, managed to get him. We were yeah. looking for like two three months, and some Duncan Jenkins, ITK, whatever you call those. Ended up talking about how he's going to end up at Liverpool. You guys <laughs> uh, managed
1: to, managed to... I, I, remember, I remember when the initial Gaston Ramirez to Southampton rumour came out and I thought there's no way we're going to get that play. There's absolutely no way
0: in hell. I wanted um, him so badly. i not
1: going to
4: lie. And
1: I think that's the problem. So, us signing a player for 12 million you know we almost demanded instant success. We won't there was a lot of stuff that happened last season. I mean, he had a, a fairly a very serious blood clot on his leg that ruled him out for a month just as he was playing well. And he's been injured a lot. His, his dad and his granddad died in the same season. Mm-hmm. He couldn't speak the language. He was living in a hotel until April. So he yeah. hasn't had that stable... Um, and, of course, he couldn't speak the language. Mm. Now that he's doing that now that he can speak full English, he can. he's settled in a lot quicker and he definitely seems a much better player. Yeah. yeah. There's undoubted talent in him. Oh, just, of course, yeah. He's still it's, very young too. He's I mean, getting the consistency. If he can put in... There's been odd games where he's looked £12 million worth. It's just getting that out on a regular basis. That's the problem with him at the moment.
2: Mm. If there's one player, I think it's Nigel Lindo. No? Oh, yeah, Morgan. Excellent. Morgan, yeah, a fantastic player. Nigel has f- been great since last season, I think. Yep. How much did, did you get him for?
1: You mean Morgan Scotland. Yeah. We got him for. Back in 2009, I think we signed him for a million.
0: That's well, not
1: bad at all. He's
2: been fantastic for us. Yeah, I mean, she's potentially so him for 15 times.
1: At least. Right. Yeah, at least. Well, I, I think I sent 15 million for him. I don't think we've yeah. accept 15. I think you'd have to go up to 20. Probably. He's one of the the crown jewels at Southampton at the moment. You've got Shaw, who's, who they're saying 30, or nothing, 30 million or no deal. Yeah. Schneidlin's the same. Lallana's the same. Possibly Dan Lovren as well. There's, there's a few players there that. Are, of the, the crown jewels, as it were. He um he had a trial with Liverpool.
4: Yeah, so remember all the fans trying to rule them out. Like, that was
1: um that was there's also there's been loads of players linked with Liverpool and Southampton who ended I mean, yeah. it was their guard foreign? Did you guys want Coutinho as well? Yeah, we were we were after him, but we I think we offered more money,
0: but yeah. he he went to Liverpool. Good man, good man. <laughs> good move. So who who was your man of the match? for okay.
1: both sides. From a Saints perspective, I think Callum Chambers was our man of the match. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But in terms of in both teams, it has to be Luis Suarez. Oh, I think I agree with
2: that. Yep, I he, go with Lalana and Suarez. The only the only
1: thing with Lalana was he done it a lot in the first half, but the second half. Yeah, he was a bit quiet. He, a, he was a bit yeah. quiet in the
2: second half. Same thing we about a lot of players though. A lot of players sort of disappeared after the second goal. Liverpool had control of the game after that. And there was, there
1: was no way, really, unless we scored a quick first, and unless we scored quickly after the second goal, there was no way we were going to go back and play game. Yeah. And credit, credit goes obviously has to go to Liverpool for doing that. Liverpool are now second
0: now. Do you think, like, what do you think of Liverpool's title chances? I mean...
1: The only team that's really come to St Mary's and controlled us like you did was Chelsea. Not even Manchester City controlled us like you did yesterday. So why not? You know, you're you're up there. You're yeah. second. Why not? And I'd rather someone like Liverpool wins it than Chelsea. Because Chelsea came to us, yes, they won 3 0, but it was boring. They play such boring football, whereas mm. Liverpool go out there and attack. It was, we look we more like scoring against Liverpool than we did Chelsea, but Liverpool look
0: like scoring every time they come forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, See, that's why I don't like Chelsea. Oh, Mourinho, to be honest.
4: Mourinho is a really sit-back sort of manager. He just wants to, after one or two goals, just want to sit back. I mean, that's yeah. just his style. That's a pathetic style. And that's why uh, I mean, no, oh, no neutral should want him to win the league. I, I
1: cannot stand Chelsea. Yeah, <laughs> thank think, you. Thank I think, you. I think their, their treatment of Benitez last season was horrendous. If if Benitez had sold matter, there'd be riots. If Benitez played the same kind of football that Mourinho is, is playing this season, there'd be mass protests. I just think they they see Mourinho as some sort of god. When I don't, I don't think is he played boring football. He he doesn't cut. He just plays up to the media. The media all love him. They yeah. all want to lick his ass.
0: I I think that's one of the reasons why he left Spain tonight, much. That like the media in the end didn't actually like him. So
1: he, he uses them as a puppet. The English media love him because he he comes out with these one-liners and he just
0: yeah they I, think they control him when they don't. Yeah, you know him. <laughs> Him just saying, "I'm I'm the special one." That just ah, uh, it's it's the arrogance. Exactly. I mean, fair play to Rogers. Rogers don't
1: come across as a very arrogant person.
4: I mean, I think that Rogers has his own sort of arrogance in a different way, like in a more you know personal way. I don't really think that he's the type of guy who wants to drive the media towards him. Yeah. Because even when he was asked questions about whatever Liverpool's title race or all those type of ones, he just. Sucks them up. You know, he just, you know, spits them out. He doesn't let them go.
1: Would you say that the controversy protects his players? Because it's all focused on Mourinho. There's no pressure on his players. It's all about Mourinho. And I think he exactly. does he does do very well in protecting his players because no one will go on about how badly the players played or something. They'll blame Mourinho. Yeah, true. It's all focused on one, pl- one bloke.
0: Also Southampton are ninth, you know, eight points away from tenth and just four away from eighth. Like would you say this is a good season for you?
1: Yeah. Um if you said to me before the season started, look you'll finish the season in eighth, would you take that? Or ninth, would you take that? Definitely. Because we finished last season in fourteenth. After the start we had, I mean, some people were talking about we were going to get Champions League qualification. There was no way we'd get Champions League. Mm. There was the possibility of possibly Europe for a cup competition, but for me, we'd be anywhere from eighth to tenth. So you've got to say we've had a good season. Yeah. The players themselves are disappointed. There was an interview with Morgan Simon back in October that said that if we do finish tenth, mm. I. I'd say it was a bit of a, a poor season because we definitely got the ability to play you know, top seven, maybe. Mm. But from a fan perspective, I'd definitely say that you have got to say that top ten was a brilliant season.
0: Yeah. Do you want to have a little talk on the England squad now? Yeah. Yeah, so so we saw how many Southampton players? Luka, Round, uh,
2: five players in the squad and Southampton has
0: four?
2: Yeah, four. Ricky Lambert, Zero Regress, Adam mm. Lalana and Luke Shaw.
0: Yeah. That, uh, that photo of Luke Shaw when he found out. Yeah. That's it's quite heartwarming, that.
4: It, yeah.
0: It's it's, it's it's good to see, you know, people still care about, you know, England, because, like, a few players recently, you know, have kind of, you know, discounted, like, the national team. They, they, they pull out with injuries, but then they're suddenly
1: playing 90 minutes the next Saturday for their club team. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's... Like, I didn't... I didn't really... I couldn't really care for England before Lambert play, because I just felt it was all about the top four. I mean, how Tom cleverly gets in an England shirt, exactly, yeah. I never know. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, so, it's all based to... What like the players? Uh, well, no. What the fans would like to see, you know, they they want to see, you know, players who play in a good club. But that's not right. You, you should do it, you know, judging you think, by form.
1: I think Lambert. What Lambert done in August when you could you could tell it meant a lot to him to play for England, mm-hmm. and I think we we needed someone like that. The fans needed someone. who was almost a link between the fans and the players. Yeah. You, you could. He was almost, you could tell for Lambert that is the pinnacle of his career, playing for his country. And I think we, need, we needed that.
0: We saw, yeah, so, four Southampton players, that's probably the most you've ever got, to be honest, right? It is. Yeah. It is it's, it's, it's the
1: record, I think, for us, for how many um, players in the national team.
0: We also saw Sterling getting picked at last. But also Tom Cleverley, which is a bit, you know.
2: Who would you say are the odd ones to get chosen up? Tom, Tom Cleverley. I would say Defoe. It's quite. I question why
0: Defoe got called up.
4: Maybe for Defoe, it's because of like you know, one of the last few years he's probably playing top-flight football because he just moved to, I think Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it's just based on that.
1: I think Defoe would call, was called up because every time he's played for England, he has played quite well. I don't really know why
0: Cleverley's in that thing. I don't know, I don't know what he really offers. Cle- yeah, Cleverley's been woeful. I for mean, There's so many be- better options. Um,
2: I don't know why Cleverley's in there. I don't know why Glenn Johnson's in there. I don't know why Welbeck's in there or Defoe.
1: Welbeck's well, uh, Wellbe- a different... I, th- I do rate Welbeck for England. I think he does play a very good role, I mean... he's played well for England, but... When we, drew ni- when we drew 0-0 in Ukraine, I think the player that we definitely missed was Welbeck. Welbeck always seems to play well for England, he always seems
2: to at least score. Yeah, that's, that's very odd, isn't it? <laughs> and is sometimes the opposite. Plays well for club, but not really for country at times.
1: <laughs> I think he's played...
2: Think recently he's played, he's played well.
1: Too. Yeah, recently. Well, Recently, in the present he's played a lot. Well, he's played a lot better, but a few years ago,
0: he, he, was, he was dreadful for England. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. discounting Tom Cleverley, looking at the England side now, it's quite you know exciting to see in terms of like we've got a few brilliant youngsters coming up. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I suppose you've got, to, you've got to give Hodgson credit for bringing
1: through young Avon Avon. The, the guts to play younger players and
0: Yeah, yeah that's, that's probably the only thing I like about Hodgson, probably. Is that he's not scared to give the young players a chance.
4: Public message to all Liverpool fans. We're going to win the league.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Whether you like it or not, Ali Sissoko is going to get a winner's medal. <laughs> and he's going to think of... Christ. <laughs> John Flanagan will be our poster boy whether you like it or
3: not
4: uh, Louis Suarez will bite more players whether you like it or not
1: I can't wait to see a picture of Brad Jones holding up a phone with uh he'll,
0: he'll probably drop it <laughs> hey. he'll try and catch it and then he just punches it out it? Oh.
4: we'll engrave all our past stats on the trophy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 2013
1: 2014, Liverpool passes pass 8,000, <laughs> average possess, possess, possession 58%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: big thanks to George, it's who, who came in. No problem. Hopefully, Apologies,
4: George, for the loss. Apologies. <laughs>
0: it's fine. Um, Hopefully, uh, you'll overtake
4: Newcastle.
1: Well,. Uh, uh, we won at your place in September and we're the only team to do so, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Damn you. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us you want us to win the league.
4: Tell us you want us to win the
1: league. I'd, I'd, I'd rather see Liverpool win the league rather than anyone else, if I'm honest. Good man.
4: Good man, George. Good
2: <laughs> man, George. <laughs> uh, in return, let's go above United for us. Let's hopefully, hopefully we, we've got
1: them last day of the season. And it plays out the same as the season we got relegated from the Premier League, that they beat us at our place to relegate us. So hopefully we, we absolutely stuff them. Yes, the, we hope you do. no other team that I want to see us beat on the final day of the season more than the Manchester United.
2: <laughs> and I think what are your league spot. Mm. Oh, that would be
1: brilliant. That, I, ho- I, ho- I kind of hope that they come back into it and they look like they're going to qualify for Europe. And then in the final minute, in Fergie time almost, <laughs> we, we snatch it away from him in the last minute.
0: Pochettino time. <laughs> <laughs> Boise <laughs> minutes. Um, now we're going to be on to questions. If we beat Man City and Chelsea at home, do you think we're going to win the league? Instantly. Instantly? Mm-hmm. Is it bad to dream about winning the league? Uh, this could be it. Yep. As apparently all the Liverpool fans say, even though they don't, this could be our year.
4: It's a tough one because it also, it also depends on you know everyone around us. Exactly. So, exactly. You no. Know, who they're facing, like where they're facing like at home or away. Because all the teams have different sort of attributes. Some teams are better at home. Some teams are better at away. Like Manchester City, they have a better sort of home record than they have an away one.
0: But the good thing is, so, like
4: Chelsea have. Champions League still. So I think that the only major threat that could really go in consistency versus us would be probably Chelsea and City because Arsenal is just going up and down. I mean,
0: yeah, I think they're going to bottle it to be honest.
4: They've got no proper striker. I mean, yeah, uh,
0: apart from Giroud who's cheating on his wife every single week, yeah, they don't I mean, really
4: have one. If you're not going to score in the field, you're going to score somewhere. <laughs> so you can't blame them. So as for that, then I mean, it's just the fact that. Liverpool, at the moment, have all the momentum, and we need to exactly. take advantage.
0: I mean, we've won four. So, our last four games, we've won them all. Us.
4: And if you're on this type of run with these type of players on form, you need to take advantage. I mean, like Plus,
0: plus Sacco's coming back. I mean,
4: Sacco's back, then I think Enrique is not that far off, is he? Well,
0: it he, he was in Melwood recently, so hopefully not. Yeah. Lucas so is back.
4: If you've got your best centre back coming on. You know, Lucas, I, I, I'm not sure where he puts into place in this lineup. But I, it's I, always
0: I, good to have that kind of player back. Obviously. Yeah,
4: obviously, like, as backup, I wouldn't... I mean, there's nothing really you could do till the summer, but... yeah, At the moment, I wouldn't change much from the midfield. I, mean, I think everybody's doing as good as they could. Yeah. Island came on versus Swansea, and he was very good. Like, he was their sort of super sub that game. And before that, he was touted out a lot. Like, a lot of people were taunting him.
0: Would you say if Mignolet didn't make that save at the start of the season we wouldn't be where we are now.
4: Everything works in its own ways and I think that with that sort of save, I think that really changed a lot of our mentality. Yeah. It showed that we could still pull out these type of results, you know, save in that game. And Mignolet was really good for the first five to six, seven games. Like whenever, I think our most consistent player in those, yeah I,
0: yeah, I mean, he played against... Was it against Southampton where he made that triple
4: save? Oh, that was just fantastic. Yes, it yeah, It was yeah. fantastic. That was some, some. I mean, even this save that he did yesterday, the yeah. one that. Yeah, no, the from one the first.
2: The one hander save. Yeah.
4: Yeah, the, the first angle that you could really see it from, you don't really see the full thing. You're like, yeah, it was a save that many goalkeepers could make, but if you give it to another look and you see it from different angles, it's just a fantastic save. Reactions. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He made him a step to the left. Not only and then reactions. He dropped not wrong. even
4: the reactions. I think that he read the whole shot pretty really well. He knew where it was going to go. And that.
0: Should Sako come back straight back into the. To on team, no. or, does Ag- or does Aga, or does keep his place for now?
2: Aga keeping his place.
0: So uh, you, I thought Skirtle done quite well yesterday.
4: I think Aga was better.
2: Yeah, yeah. but the Aga, did better.
4: Aga was definitely. Shut better. up, guys. Skirtle done no
0: really.
4: <laughs>
2: uh, but I mean, he, he wasn't bad. I at, think that
0: I felt if Saku, oh, if Sako's
4: fit, really yeah, yeah. fit, if fit, then I think you should go straight to them. That's not even a question. I think he's our best center back. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you know,
0: sure like, I would like to see, you know, Agha and Sako start together as center back parents.
4: I we, said that before because if, if Rodgers was, you know, <laughs> cool enough to start Polo tour and Skartel together, then I don't think that yeah, Sakho exactly. and Agger should be much of a problem, you know? Yeah. And the whole left foot, left foot thing and...
2: Agha's been playing on the left since the start of his career. And whenever Sakho's played right center back for PSG, he hasn't done well there. Yeah, he was just so. Okay. So it it'll take time, yeah. If you want to play <laughs> it like that, you have to... There was this common
4: time. misconception by many that Agri, I mean, Saoko players left back really frequently. When at PSG, it was just like, you know, a, a few times, I, I couldn't even like, point in my fingers the amount of times I he... Do you remember
0: when just Skirtle think... played right back against Spurs?
4: Christ. 4-0, <laughs> <Four-nil>, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't remind me of that performance.
0: See look, we've gone from that four nil to five nil to us. I mean
2: Yeah but first play Harry in game. Yeah but free uh, so.
4: motion Tra-la-la-la.
0: Sorry. <laughs> uh next question. Uh is there a spot for Connor Blianka if we
4: signed him? Obviously. Yeah I'm It's on. all about options. It's all about options in the modern Throw away Sterling or Sturridge or anybody on the side. If any of them get injured, who do we have? Aspen. <laughs> and you can't even say that without laughing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you think Suarez will stay at the end of the season? To fair, yeah. I, I, I think it's either if we don't get Champions League, no, if we do, yes.
4: Simple, as that right? Really? We're winning the league. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, next question. Um... Would you purchase another goalkeeper this summer to challenge Mignolet? Well, to be honest, I would try and get one for the under-21 side because we don't really have a good goalkeeper for them, but um, you know, Brad but Jones... There are not many that you can go for now though. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean... Who are willing to... Who are young, who are willing to play as backup. Yeah. A lot are already starting for their squad, like Um again. He's already starting for Mönchengladbach. Like Jaren um, Zoet of Netherlands, PSV, he's already starting for them.
4: That's a good shout.
2: Yeah, so you can't really. It's really hard to find young goalkeepers who are willing to play backup. Yeah. To, in today's game. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, next question: Is top four guaranteed now? Never say yes. that. No, never say guaranteed. Because if we guaranteed, use all the guaranteed. we games, shouldn't be complacent. Yeah, but I mean. Does
4: Probably more chances of Roy Hodgson coming back than us losing on the top four at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I could say, honestly. That's if if we still lose out on the top four, then I don't know what to say. We yeah. don't deserve to be there. <laughs> if you're this deep into the season, second place, you've got whatever row of games coming up. You just need to keep that place. You just can't drop down after that. Oh, even yeah. though we was tailgating.
0: No, oh, yeah, agreed. I mean, you know, it's it's us to. It's not even us to lose anymore. Like I think we could get ahead of Arsenal now. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah Oh yeah. Go
4: big or go home.
0: Exactly. Why was Sterling dropped yesterday? I just isn't. went for
4: more in the midfield. Exactly. Yeah. To be clear. I mean, look he went at, for something. Look he at, went for the diamond. He went for something. Yep. Better. He went for a diamond.
0: I mean, look at some, not- uh, Southampton's midfield. <laughs> Three ah. midfielders isn't enough to be yeah. well,
4: Jason point, if we missed on Coutinho, we would have lost that bit of, like, you know, creativity or so, like, you know, creating spaces and doing that type of stuff, you know, having the final ball and all. Uh-huh. And if we got rid of Allen, we probably wouldn't have the same recoveries or wouldn't have the sort. on paper. I'm talking about like not yeah, what yeah. happened in the game. I'm just talking on paper. And the thing is that Sterling would have worked as a super sub, So that's why he kept it on there. He was like, you know, if the game's not going our way, throw on Sterling. He's going to add that bit of pace. Pull well, the two players that are on Slanigan. You know that side that was kind of open up a little bit. So if you pull on Sterling, then you have nobody to really mark him out straight away, and then everybody has to drag back and have more markers on him, creating more spaces. Mm-hmm. So Rogers had that in mind, probably. You know,
2: and they have Schneiderlin, the best presser in the league, I think, mm. uh, playing alongside Jack Cork, who's been very, very well, playing very well as well. And I think he would rather have Coutinho playing from the middle pulling wide than Sterling from wide pulling in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um,
0: which youngster has the most potential? Ivy, Texera, Suso, or Wilson? I would say Wilson. What What I've seen him so far, he's been fantastic.
4: Wilson's Wilson's incredible. I mean, he, did you see the
0: under eighteen game? Uh, yeah, I yep. saw it. That's oh, what I'm
4: saying. Like, no, based on that, he's been having such a good partnership with Upun. Like. Yeah, with He's Predit
2: been. Smith. I say
0: Suso. Mm-hmm.
2: The most developed out of
0: the We talked about this too, didn't we? About, you know, mm-hmm. Danny Pacheco kind of. I mean, I think yeah, he won't reach that. He, he's, he's already better than Danny, but...
2: Depends
4: uh, on where you th- play. I think the case with Suso is that he doesn't really add that sort Do of word uh, rate. I mean, he's a different form of he's someone that's going to be on the bench for Suso. Not that type of style, that. He's going to be a side option. Hmm. He needs to add more sort of. I mean, I've been watching majority of Almeria's game. I'm just a huge fanatic of football, of Spanish football. So when I've been, I've been watching Almeria, he's been kind of confused. He doesn't really know what to do when he's tracking back. He doesn't really know what to do when he's going on to play. I mean,
0: which players do you think will score the most goals at the end of the season, Suarez or Sturridge? Sorry. <laughs> Like it depends on where he plays. I mean, if we play at four-three-three with Suarez on wide, I think Sturridge will. But if if we played like we did today, you know, just them two up front, I think Suarez.
2: But you see Suarez has been involved in more transitions and build-ups. Mm. Yep. So Suarez has tracked back he's...
0: quite a lot, you know, to get the ball from midfield. And mm, then... He dropped
2: so back so from the from wide so or so from Sturridge centre. Recent.
0: Huh?
4: Suarez so Sturridge recently. Both of them have been tracking back. About.
0: Would you say Brendan Rodgers is better than Julia and Benitez? Not now. He has totally. the potential to be, but. Uh, last question of the day. Would you take top four at this stage? No. 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 We could with the title. I'm not just, you know
2: We already have it. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Title's I'm next.
4: not gonna I'm not gonna be happy till the day I see Jared lifting up a premier League title.
0: <laughs> Hell no. See, okay, imagine if Liverpool win the title this season. How gutted will Jamie Carragher be?
4: Yeah, like you said, that if he knew that Liverpool were going to do so good this season, he wouldn't have retired. He I mean, so would have stayed sad. another... That's, that'd be depressing, man. Jamie
3: right? would really
0: um, Well, I think that wraps it up for the podcast. Uh, big thanks to Roy and Uma for coming on the show. We all couldn't make it today. Um, also, we were third in the top audio podcasts for, for our category, and also featured on the front page of iTunes. So, big
4: thanks to you lot. See you guys, and have a good one.